0: Amen. Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. I should like to give you a small example of that. Last Sunday was not my best Sunday of my life, I'll just put it like that. On Saturday night into Sunday, due to calls of people who needed to be anointed and so forth, I'd only gotten about three hours of sleep from Saturday into Sunday, so I wasn't feeling super great. As many of you know, I hurt my foot really badly on Friday, and by Sunday it was not doing so good either, and so I had the 8 o'clock Mass and the 10.30 Mass, and I got to the 12.30 Mass, and I'll just say by that time I was not dialed in 100%. And at the end of that Mass, now again, the 12.30 Mass is the old rite and all in Latin. It's not super complex, but just a little bit different. And I straight up forgot to say the prayer after communion, right? It's similar to this, we all go to Holy Communion, and then I say the prayer to God in Thanksgiving. Well, just straight up didn't do it, may Almighty God bless you, and out we go. (laughs) And uh, no one said a word, I didn't know what was going on at all. I got back into the sacristy with all the altar boys, right? There's about 10 of them, oldest one is 15, youngest one is 9 or 10, we bow to the crucifix, and then the oldest one, absolute kindness and gentility and peace says, Father, did you forget to say the prayer after communion? And I looked at him because he said, are you telling me I forgot to do it? He said, you forgot to say the prayer after communion. Now the thing of it was, immediately, in my own self, a lot of negativity flooded my mind not paying attention. I didn't give God what God deserves. People come here to pray and I skip things and that distracts them and they're going to be upset with me and so on and so forth. And in the span of that 10 or so seconds that I'm doing this in my own mind, all of a sudden, all the little altar boys, one by one with soft voices and light hearts t- oh, I remember we went camping and forgot this thing and it was so silly. I remember I was building Legos and forgot this and it was, they started counting instances where they had forgot something honestly and it was a beautiful, kind, sweet-hearted thing and it ended with me feeling much more at peace, not so bad about myself and rejoicing in the goodness of gospel mercy. Now, parents, this might resonate with you. I took all my vestments off and so on and so forth and said my prayers. went to talk to mom and dad. And of course, their reaction was, why can't they be this way at home (laughs) with their brothers and sisters? And that also caused a reflection in me because I said, yeah, you know what? There's times other people have made mistakes. I've judged them. I've complained. I've thought to myself they don't know what they're doing. They don't pay attention that you know they should do better and maybe they should do better, right? I shouldn't have forgotten that at the mass. I should not have. That was not right. But I th- encountered kind mercy. God knows I was beating myself up worse than really anyone else could have. But then I realized also there is a fault in that. We don't always act this way. Now, the summation point came after I'd taken my vestments off, I went to the oldest server who had first given me the correction and said what I had missed. And I said, I, I want to, you know, it's not easy to t- tell a priest, Father, you did something wrong. That's not an easy thing to do, right? I said, you know, thanks for doing that and being so kind about it, so merciful. And he said, All right, out of the mouths of babes, Well, oh, Father, we had just come right out of heaven. I could be good for at least a little while, all right? And he was a thousand percent right. On the solemnity of the ascension, we acknowledge the totality of redemption in Christ, the second person of the blessed Trinity, who when God so loved the world, came his infinite transcendent Godhood united with a human nature and received the name Jesus and taught us the way of life and redeemed us and was expiation for our sins on the holy cross who rose gloriously over the grave so we don't have to fear our sins and don't have to fear our death. And now, after teaching the church the mysteries of the kingdom that we celebrate, ascended into glory. And you know what the difference is from when he descended to when he ascended? Now he's got a human heart, a human nature. Humanity now is ascended above all the principalities and powers and dominions. Behind the highest and most beautiful of all of the angels, human nature is ascended into the very life of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit itself. And when you say the name of Jesus with love and reverence, you are elevated to that height at the Mass. You know, it's a ritual. We do it every single time we say Mass, but it's an utterly powerful moment. The priest, after babbling on at the pulpit, gets us to confess right faith, and then we go to the altar, and the priest says, The Lord be with you and with your spirit, and then says, Lift up your hearts. And you say, We lift them up to the Lord. And you are elevated into the highest glories. Your life can be lifted up beyond all of the greatest and most beautiful things of creation. The greatest and most beautiful of all of the angels. The most wonderful of all of the saints. In that moment, in that time at the altar, you are in the highest glory. Saint Paul said, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it so much as even entered into the hearts of men. What God has ready for those who love him. For many, many, many centuries, that prayer at the altar that I say after the Lord be with you and lift up your hearts and all that, the priest would say it in a quiet voice. And the idea wasn't, let's hide from all the people what's going on and make it a big secret. It was, I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard it, can't enter into the hearts of men. My voice will only get in the way. Now, we say the prayer out loud, if my voice helps you, great. If it's distracting, I'm sorry. That's the way it is. But know that your heart is in the highest glory. The joys of your life and your hopes and your dreams, the sorrows of your life and the challenges and the failures are all up there in the highest glories. And we dwell there and commune with the ascended one in his might and victory And then we have power to preach the gospel and to show mercy in the name of Jesus and to preach repentance in the name of Jesus and to challenge in the name of Jesus and to console in the name of Jesus with love and might and reverence and power and share the gospel, right? Like that young boy did with me. In that moment, and there, look, there are greater sins in the world than forgetting the prayer after Holy Communion. There are sins that are harder to forgive. There are sins that are harder to for- receive forgiveness for. That's true. But when we testify to the gospel power, we both can know to someone who feels unforgivable, you can be forgiven and testify to someone who maybe has hardness of heart and has a hard time, maybe for a super legitimate reason, has a hard time forgiving, you can do it in the name of Jesus. And of course, it starts by trying to pray well at the Mass and then trying to go and do simple things, right? What did those boys do? Recalled simple things. It was easy, right? If a nine-year-old boy can do it, You can do it, trust me. So let us go to the altar of God and be raised once again into the highest glories, deep in hope, mystical life. Yes, maybe your kid will be tucking on your dress, I don't know, but still, it's mystical life. And then in simplicity and joy, in small ways and great, we will go forth and preach the gospel to the whole world. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.